this it? Have I got like another whatever it was at the time, you know, 30, 40, 50 years of working in jobs like this where I know that what I'm doing is having a negative impact on people and the planet. Certified as B Corp number six in New Zealand. Basically, B Corp, B Corp, B Corp, B Corp. So in this conversation, I am talking to Tim Jones, who's also known as that B Corp bloke. Tim has certified so many, or helped certify so many B Corps in New Zealand. He's probably one of the experts on the certification. If you don't know what B Corp certification is, it's a really, really rigorous process that certifies the most sustainable companies there are. So you're thinking about Ben & Jerry's, Patagonia. Tim's journey to creating his own business was quite interesting. He used to work in sales and marketing for big corporate medical equipment companies and real estate. But after the Christchurch earthquakes and the birth of his first child, he just became a bit disillusioned with the lack of purpose that he was getting from these jobs and meaning. So he looked elsewhere and then this is where he discovered B Corp certification. The problem was there really wasn't any B Corps in the country at that point. So Tim set out to build his own company and within that he certified himself as a B Corp. Initially, the company was going to be helping sales and marketing for other purpose-led companies, but pretty soon people started reaching out to him for advice on how to get through the really, really difficult certificate that is B Corp. Eventually he realized that he probably should pivot and he started helping other people certify through the certificate and this is primarily what he does now and what we spoke about. We also went on to talk about how do you hire a team that aligns with your values and how do you also delegate to this team as a founder and being able to trust people to do work with you. We looked at building a community around your brand and we also touched upon imposter syndrome and all the difficulties there and all the thoughts that go through your mind when you leave the corporate world and start trying to build a business for yourself. So I really hope you enjoy this conversation and found it as interesting as I did. I'll leave all of Tim's details below. So if you're thinking about B Corp certification, please make sure you reach out. Yeah, I remember just walking out of the um, operating theater one lunchtime in Auckland uh, and just went home to my wife and said, I'm done, can't do it anymore. Like I've just, I, I know how these guys are operating. The, the orthopedic surgeon I was working with that day was just being a real ass, which is fairly common, you know, just abusing the surgical team. Things aren't going well, so they just shout and get angry. They're just like big kids really. And I just thought, you know, you're everyone here is trying to help you fix this. And I know that you're earning tons and tons of money. And this nurse that you're shouting is possibly on, you know, minimum wage with the hours that she actually does. And she's just trying to help. So, yeah, that was kind of where I, I call it my hard Brexit from the corporate world. It was like, you know, is this it? Have I got like another whatever it was at the time, you know, 30, 40, 50 years of working in jobs like this where I know that what I'm doing is having a negative impact on people and the planet and so that's when yeah i started doing some internet research and went on a bit of a journey of self-discovery and purpose and what have you and as part of that yes yeah, stumbled stumbled across b corp and it's like ooh, hello there might be i might be mad i might be thinking that this is you know a really bad way of running the show but there's a at the time i think it was about maybe 1500 other businesses that are equally bonkers as me so let's go and have a chat then how did you realize there was a gap for hold on like I can do this. I can go and start my own purpose-led business. Yeah, so I connected with Steve Arder, who um, is CEO of Eagle Protect, who were the first B Corp. And so, yeah, like I say, there was only two B Corps in the in the country at that time. And it's like, well, you're not hiring, and I kind of don't actually really care about selling disposable gloves. I'm sure Steve loves it, but yeah, I'm kind of like, hmm. um, so at that time, my only logical thing was to do my own business like I'd been talking to people about B Corp by this point for a couple of years or about a year so yeah it would have been like 
2014 sometime like mid or early 2014 that i discovered b corp and so i'd been hanging out with steve a lot he was running lots of events and open evenings at their warehouse depot um you know trying to spread the word about b corp so i was like hey look you know can i just come and help so i was just helping out you know doing whatever needs to be done so i was kind of telling everyone else that they should be a b corp and then yeah when i got this opportunity you know opportunity of, of, of being made redundant in late 2015 i was kind of like if I don't, if I don't give my own gig a go now, I'll probably never do it because, you know, I think the older you get, it's just harder and harder to get out of the corporate mill. Um, but I just, I just realised I was fundamentally unemployable at that point. Like, I just, I'd look on Seek or what have you, and you, and you look at the, the the descriptions of the job, and you just go, that's just complete horse. What's it? Like, I, I can just, I've been there before. I know exactly what you're saying here. Actually, means. It's micromanager from hell. It's awful conditions. Nobody can like you can just read and I'm just like, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to spend hours writing cover letters and talking and lying in interviews to say oh, I really want this job. And it's like, nah, just can't do it. So um yeah, so let's go out go out by myself. So yeah, when I initially went out by myself, um I thought, well, th the thing that I had been doing with the training companies was a lot of sales training. And you know, that was my background. So initially I was kind of like, well if I can help other companies that are trying to solve big global challenges be better at selling so that they win, well, that's a good place to start. So yeah, that's where, where I started. So um, did that. And then probably by about 2016, 2017, a couple of mates were like, oh, that, so yeah, 20, by 2016, I certified Grow Good as a B Corp. Um, so yeah, went out on my own late 2015, like September, October, 2015, by July, um, certified as B Corp number six in New Zealand. And so, yeah, at that point, a few, you know, a few mates were kind of like, oh, that B Corp stuff. Yeah, actually kind of get it. Um, we might be keen to have a look. I think my first payment was basically a pot of tea for helping a mate go through their B Corp assessment. And then the second one was a curry and two beers. Um, so, yeah, it was sort of mates sort of going, hey, can you give us a hand? Like, at least you've been through it. And I, and I don't really know what they're talking about. So very much just like muddling our way through and like, well, I think they're I don't know they're probably asking for this yeah let's just let's like answer that see what happens um and then yeah over the last few years and really in the last 18 months to two years um we've pretty much gone from sales training with a sprinkle of b corp to now it's basically almost 100 percent b corp consulting that we're now doing and when you say we now who's who's that yeah so i've got um a small team um i've got so B Lab, who runs the um, B Corp certification framework, they over the last couple of years have been running training to become what's called a B consultant. So I was pretty fortunate to be, to be the first Kiwi to go through that. So tick in the box, number one, happy days. Um, and so I've got Jess on my team who's also been through that training. Um, and then I've got a couple of sort of part time contract um assistance for yeah you know admin type stuff and occasionally bring in some creative type peoples just to zhuzh up stuff but 90 percent of it is still me um but yeah trying to build a small team so that we can scale and and do more and how's the i, I guess if they're coming over with the same vision i was i was going to ask from you having a vision and a purpose to now having a company where you're bringing in staff you know, these staff might be the ones that are sitting on seat looking at those old job applications and now they actually see a company like yours. Yeah. How do you keep 
that meaning and purpose within your business as your as your team grows that's going to be the, the big question um mm-hmm. you know jess uh she reached out to me on linkedin and was just like hey i really like what you do when i grow up i kind of like to be what you do and i was kind of like well do you want to come and help me do some stuff? Cause I kind of need some help right now. So she, she had a full-time job when she started working for me. So she was just doing some contract hours and, and what have you. So, um, she, well, she's still doing contract hours. Um, but yeah, you know, there was definitely, there was a, a values alignment and she was like, like, I, I want to do what you do. And it's like, well, cool. Well, come and have a look, come and see what it is all about. Come and help me, come and learn the ropes. Um, and then like I say, yeah, we, we got her through the, um, through the training. It's, it's, I think it's hard, um, for kind of, solo business owners perhaps because you know i am the business and the business is me like everything in the business is a reflection of me including the insane rubbishness of the admin and operational side of it behind the scenes and there's there's like mess kind of everywhere digitally and even probably if i showed you the rest of my office but that's how i operate and you know there's just there's so much that's in my head (laughs) You know, when we're going through like an impact assessment, I'll just go, oh, yeah, you're just like so-and-so company that I did two years ago. And yeah, we can just tick this one because I just know. And that that's the real challenge is getting stuff out of here to operationalize it. To then, yeah, help make the boat go faster. Because at the minute, the boat, the slowness, the speed of the boat is dictated by how fast I can get rid of stuff that I shouldn't be doing. I was going to say as well, that one, hopefully in being able to scale for yourself that would be good but also freeing up your own time because at the moment it everything is on you but yeah. is it is it hard as a founder to offload and to delegate and yeah, to put 100%, 100%. yep because the classic thing is you kind of go oh look i could i could get them to do that but by the time i explain it and get them to do it i could just do it but you've got to remember that that one-time explanation is an investment in the thousand times that you're not going to have to do it again so yeah I feel like I've heard that's a similar, I don't even know if it, I, don't, I wouldn't class it as an issue potentially because there's so many pros and cons for everything, but a lot of purpose-led businesses and B Corps, there is that real founder influence still within the business, you know, like the business mm. is them and because it's come from so much passion. Yeah. Um, um, but being able to then, yeah, allow other people in on yeah. your brand and how it works. Yeah. So- I think it's the same yeah i mean having even the property consultancy that i worked for you know there were three founding directors and you know they they all had different ideas as to where you know it's, it's it, having a small business is like having a child it's like and it's your child and you know you you know what's best for it it's like yeah sometimes you don't sometimes you actually do need something to come in and go do you know what you can't actually do that or you shouldn't do that because it's not in their best interest and i think yeah that's going to be the big challenge um yeah, it's, it's knowing when to sort of let go and when to bring someone in to take over. Because there's a whole lot of stuff that I do that I'll be doing badly, but I've always done it. And it's like, yeah, but I get it done. It might be ugly, but it gets done. And it's like, well, yeah, but can you do that better? I'm, I get Luckily, I guess in your position, you're surrounded by so many other businesses that you could be learning from. So that mentoring relationship, but you're kind of organically yep. getting it through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And there's, um, you know, there's a group of mates I've got who we all run similar size enterprises and you know a couple of them are also kind of in the training consulting arena so it's like we're always pretty good at like hey you should do this like this is working really really well i think it will work for you just thinking back from what you're talking 
previously where you were going to start off as the sales and started giving this B Corp advice yeah. that slowly you obviously like pivoted over towards that angle you know which yep. is probably quite good but um did you have to then start going out and finding clients or did they were they literally then just knocking on your door the big challenge I've had over the years is B Corp market or the market for B Corp wasn't there in 2015 2016 like I've big up number six. Like you say the word B Corp to people, then they're just like literally got no idea what you're on about. So I kind of and, and coming out of a training company, it's quite common for New Zealand businesses because the market is quite small that you kind of have to offer a multiple of options to kind of like, well, we can get some money here, get some money there, because it's normally just not the market. And so I think I, I I carried that mindset over where it's like, well, I need to have some sales trading and I'll do some purpose stuff and I'll do some B Corp stuff. And the challenge with that is that you end up being no one to anyone instead of being something to someone. And that's really been a challenge over the years. Cause it's like, well, do I kind of go all in on the sales stuff and just make all my messaging around scaling purpose driven business, which I kind of was for the first few years or first probably two or three years. And then I was like, actually, I've kind of cared more about the purpose stuff and getting people thinking about their journey to purpose with always having the B Corp message in the background. But then really over the last 18, it was about 18 months, two years ago, I was actually um, part of a marketing coaching program. And that's also been, you know, I have invested in myself over the years as well, particularly around mindset. Um, and just, you know, it can be quite lonely being a solo entrepreneur. So just being in a group of other people going on similar journeys and realizing that, okay, yep, it's not just me. Um, but yeah, doing some work with a marketing coach about two years ago. And he his first question on the, on the call we jumped on was like, cool so what's working for you right now and I said oh it's funny you mentioned it like I just started getting a lot of inbound inquiries on the B Corp stuff and he's like cool so why are we working on a sales training funnel for you and I'm like <laughs> yeah that's a really good question that's why you're the marketing coach and I'm not um and he's like yes yeah, so why don't you build a funnel around your B Corp and I was like Do you know what yeah he's right like the market is now ready for the message so pretty much that night I reskinned my website and it's like basically B Corp B Corp B Corp B Corp all my marketing messaging is everything, you know, whatever the post is like, and that's why it's a B Corp or that's why da, 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 or, you know, it's all connected to B Corp. So just pushing that message. And now we're, we, we've got a really good base of clients. Like I say, we, we ha I had a, a, a an aim of getting about, of doing a hundred clients in 12 months and we're going to be there or thereabouts. Um, so that's that focus around one message, one product to one kind of, core customer which is basically we're a company that wants to get b corp certified but we don't know how to or we've given it a go and we're stuck that's working really well but equally the market is ready for that message whereas three years ago four years ago it wasn't ready for that message so there was a lot of hustling and just door knocking um yeah like hey you're you're a cool company doing some cool stuff do you want to have a talk about how i can help you grow your business so you can do more good so yeah that was a lot of it but um yeah we're here now b corp ahoy and so if, are there still some lumps and bumps in the road at the moment or is it kind of cruising quite well? At the minute, touch wood, um, we're cruising uh, pretty well. Um, like I say, just having that singular message, we, we're getting really good referrals from our clients, which says, you know, we're doing okay. Um, the, the, the sort of the two metrics that I'm really trying to get on top of is, you know, what score did you come to us with? Um, what score did you submit on? And what score did you get verified? Because then we can kind of go, okay, most people come to us with an average score of this. We 
submit with an average score of this and then really what's the, the, the next gap is what's our accuracy in terms of our consulting it's like if we if we submit you on 120 and you get 80 well clearly we're not that good sometimes and and you know there is nuance with some parts of the assessment and, and i'm always very open to say look i think these points are questionable i i don't think this is a hundred percent but my approach is always it's better to be bullish and claim the points and be told no than to not claim them because the the auditor's job is not to say hey becky what about here do you do this like it's kind of my job to to push and go i think that is actually what they're looking for here but yes yeah, sometimes it can be a little bit of a gray area but so far i'm pretty happy well, i'm very happy with the um the accuracy of our consulting like these types of um, um, interactions you're having are probably not one off, right? You're going to be with a company for a period of time following yep. them on the journey. So yep. um, how, how's, how's that? Uh, is it, I guess from your sales background or something, is, is that something you probably feel quite good at? Yeah, really. I had to really kind of relearn how to sell um, because it's a lot more laid back, a lot more friendly. But I've always had like a bit of a, almost like a bit of a, a wall, not a wall, but like I've always tried to keep a, a professional kind of distance between client and you know and i think that's having come from a corporate environment you know you kind of you have to do that but what i've definitely learned over the last few years is like actually everyone's just a human in business and that's been a really big learning for me on the last couple of years with the b corp journey which is why you know we've currently got it's in a facebook group but we're looking at moving it off facebook but we've got a community of all our clients like when you start working with us you come and join the community and then also we're building up towards some input well we did a we did an in-person event in auckland a few months ago so all our auckland clients is like come say hi we'll just have some drinks just say just come and meet each other yeah so community and getting to know your customers um because what we want to do is build a, a next level community called Beyond B Corp, where we're going to work with people who like we've done B Corp, but actually we recognize that there's way more beyond that that we need to be thinking about. So, yeah, building this next level community, bringing in partners, experts around that to help people go to the next level. And yeah. So, yeah, community, community, community. That's Doing business in New Zealand. So interesting. And I think there were two things there you talked about. One, like just how your behavior is and how people are. And like you said, it's 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 a lot. um more casual in some ways but then also like you're yep. saying initially when you built you were trying to have a lot of different areas that you could potentially bring revenue in from um, but yep. then also then that kind of hindered your progress like you said being yep. um, trying to be something to everyone and being nothing to nobody um, but yeah were you nervous then when you decided to kind of just dive straight into okay this is just the one thing I'm going to offer and I'm just going to stop looking at these other areas um no um like we still can help with the other stuff so you know and we've got a few people that we're talking to them about sales training or, or what have you but just having this kind of core message around mm. like be cool be cool be cool which is why you know i used to call myself the grow good guy because mm. it's kind of uh, i kind of like the idea of having some kind of moniker i think it just helps from a marketing perspective well, it's like i've now changed that to that be cool bloke because yeah. literally the number of times i've had people book an appointment through my calendar thing. I don't know who they are. Yeah. And they go, oh, I was speaking to Dave and Dave said that you're like the B Corp bloke that I should talk to. So it's like, well, let's just run with that. And so, yeah, having the core messaging just around B Corp has been really transformational for the business because it's just really clear. It's like, we help you get B Corp certified really quickly and efficiently with a bit of fun. It's like, okay, well, if you were looking for B Corp, we're probably your people. Yeah. But then once we've got them 
and we've gone through the assessment and we're working with them, you, you basically have, it's like having a waff, you know, we look, we get to look through an entire business and then it's like, well, cool. Look, do you, do you, you're not measuring your carbon. Okay. Do you want to, is that of interest? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, we've got a couple of people that we can point you towards who can help you do that. Or, you know, one of the first few questions is around purpose. It's like, oh yeah, we haven't really got a purpose. Not really. It's like, well, let's park that for now, but we can probably help you with that. So either we can help or, and again, you know, you, you get to look at a company's revenue and it's like, oh, okay, would you like some help getting your revenue back up? Because we could possibly help you. So yeah, you kind of build quite a, a high level of trust with a client. You get to understand how they're, what they're trying to achieve, how they're working, you know, all the rest of it. And then, yeah, we, we'll either connect them or say some, look, we can genuinely help you with that. And so it's working from a market sales and marketing perspective, it's working, you know, really well because it's like one clear message product, but with the ability to sort of pull through other products um, that we would have tried to have a conversation with them about, but would have just confused the message and mm. it, they would just walk away going, well, I'm not really sure. Like, what do they do? And do we need to work? I, I don't know. Whereas like I say now, it's just kind of like, let's just start with B Corp. Let's just smash that. And then we can worry about the rest of it. One thing I was just speaking to somebody else about as well is like, you put yourself out there quite a lot. You're pretty, you know, like you said, you're a pretty charismatic person and stuff. But when it comes to business and when you're standing up and you're telling people things and, and how they can do stuff and, and why they might need to do it, do you ever have sort of that like imposter syndrome of, of like, oh, what do I know? Why should I be saying this? Or, you know, yeah, totally, totally. And I mean, to, I remember hovering over my first LinkedIn post, having gone out by myself and I'm like, I can't post this. Like, who am I to be? It was a, it was a post around sales stuff, um, because that's what I was kind of focused on at the time. And I remember just like, oh my gosh, like, who am I to be saying this? And I posted it, and it got like, it got thousands of of views. And I'm like, oh, hmm, okay, maybe I do know some stuff. And um, but yeah, for the first couple of years, that that's where I kind of invested a bit of bit of money was on mindset coaching because when you are the business any you know feeling of lack or you know any any blocks that you have here will block your business 100 and that imposter syndrome yeah i mean i remember one of my first coaches i had you know early on he was like okay so let's talk about pricing and i'm like yeah cool he's like so what how much are you charging for like a half day or a day's training and i was like well it's x and he goes, cool. How how did you get that pricing? I said, well, I've taken what my previous employer was charging and I've taken 500 bucks off it. And he's like, cool. So is your training better than the training you were delivering for that previous company? Well, hell yeah. Like it's way more interactive. It's, I think it's better content. He's like, right. So why are you charging $500 less than them? Yeah, I don't know. Well, because you don't back yourself. Mm. Um, the big thing for me, you know, looking back is to be a consultant, a coach or a trainer, you only need to know one more thing than the person you're coaching, teaching or consulting to. And as long as that one thing that you know is the thing that they don't know and, and there's a value exchange for it, then you're in business. And the key is just to, is to have that real clarity as to what it is that you have the knowledge of and just be clear that the other person doesn't have that knowledge. And, and that is the the knowledge, I guess, value gap. Um, yeah. But it's it's really intimately linked to your own sort of sense of self-worth and um yeah mental state because you are the business um but after a while you do get to a point where you kind of go look i'm pretty solid in what i'm saying is 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 bang on um 
obviously always willing to be corrected and sometimes yes someone will particularly around the b corp and the impact from the purpose stuff that's a little bit more nebulous in some areas whereas sales stuff is pretty much standardized it's like everyone knows like the set frameworks and ways that you do stuff um so i think you have to have a level of confidence that what you believe to be true is true but be willing to be open to have someone say actually there's new research on that and you need to update that it's like cool well, i'll go and do that i'll go and check it and i'll i will update it and i've always I've definitely done that over the years yeah that's so interesting because i think a lot of people the fact that you have the insight of knowing that potentially was something that you were hesitant about but then having the foresight to go and invest in yourself and that time for you you saw it as an investment whereas for other people sometimes they see it as a oh i can't i don't want to ask for help or acknowledge that this is something I'm not good at, or I'm I'm not necessarily not good at, but that imposter, they see it as like a weakness that potentially they just need to like not talk about or, you know, because yeah. everybody else has all their stuff together. It's only just me. Yeah. That was my big realization in adulting is that no one knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like no one knows what they're doing. We're all making their shit up. That's, you know, and some, some are better at not showing that they're making it up than others and yeah. others don't want to admit that they're waking it up and so don't give it a go but fundamentally very few if any people actually know mm. what they're doing in business and or life it's like we're just muddling through this i think i used to think about it and i think i saw an interview with brianne from Matique, and she was saying like just throwing spaghetti at the wall see which one sticks carry on pretty much yeah you know that's and that's kind of been a, to a degree what i've been doing it's like sales purpose b corp like Let's just put stuff out there and you take the business as it comes in. And I think that'd be the other thing you, I think as a startup business, you pretty much just say, yes, it's like, mm. Hey, can you do this? Yep. We can do that. And then you learn. Not, in, not entirely sure how I'm going to do that, but we'll give it a go. Yeah. So do you think sometimes like saying yes to those things that are a bit outside your comfort zone, or you don't feel prepared for yet in order to push you to sort of grow? Yeah. I think there's a growth element to it. And like I say, sometimes you, you unless it's like genuinely something that you know nothing about but if it's kind of like yeah look i think i know enough to be dangerous to pull something together to deliver something along that topic yep i'm comfortable to give that a go um when it gets to that point where like actually this is just not me then have someone that you can send them to but yeah i think early on as a consultant or coach it's kind of like yep let's give that a go and then you go and research it and you can deliver some good content what's your opinion then on sort of like jack of all trades master or master of one sort of thing when it comes to business yeah i mean i've definitely like I say that's that has been me mm. up until pretty recently i think um partly though you, you you for me i definitely need like a little bit of st- I, I need more than one thing to keep my brain interested like if you just go if i just had to do the same thing over and over again day in day out for the rest of my life like yeah nah like i need that variety but you know like today i've done a podcast we're doing this chat you know yesterday i was doing some consulting so you know there's a good mix in in what i do i do you know some training and coaching stuff going on you know so i get i have a pretty good mix but i think in general you know from a from a business perspective if you can get really clear on one problem for one client with one message like that that is the path to success and it's partly as we were talking about with that founder thing it's knowing what to give up you know it's like yeah i can keep pushing the barrow that i can do that purpose stuff but how many people have actually rung me about that well not that many okay but more people are ringing me about the the b cop stuff okay so maybe i actually just need to put that down for a bit but it's hard because i think particularly if you are of an entrepreneurial bent you know everything's an opportunity 
but not everything is an opportunity. Now, you know, that the market is really wanting what you're offering and mm. you're out there, but a lot of people can sometimes look and not see the grind and the patience <laughs> that you had leading, leading up to that. And that's why I'm so fascinated in all these stories yep. to actually, you know, it's not usually a linear process and it's not usually something where someone, I went and studied it and now I do it. It's yep. a real change and, and the pivoting that happens as well within that it, process. It's interesting. There's been a few people that I've been talking to over the last you know year or so in B Corp related industries who are like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go out and be a consultant. And then they give it three months and go, holy cow, like this is just shit. You know, like I haven't paid a bill for three months. It's awful. And I think people do perhaps have this perception that, yeah, it's like, I'm just going to go out and be a kind of consultant and, you know, it's going to be easy money. And it's like, it's not, you know, if I look at my hourly rate over the last six years, possibly not been that great. I probably would have got more money flipping burgers at Macca's, um, you know, working 16 hour shifts. Um, but I'm, I love what I do. It's meaningful. It's purposeful. It is me. It's what I want to do. You know, I kind of love it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a pretty hard journey. I think you need, you need to be of a certain disposition um, to, to, be a consultant by yourself um yeah like i said we've definitely seen a lot of people in and around like the sustainability industry who are like yeah i'm gonna go out and be a sustainability consultant or what have you and then six months later they're like yeah do you know what? actually i kind of quite like a job because um, yeah. they pay me every month i was chatting someone previously and they were saying they had sort of this optimistic naivety when they kind of started into their business and i know mm first business I had with my husband, it was the same thing. We just had were completely yeah. naive. And at the moment I'm helping somebody else start up their company. And it sort of gives me actually a bit more anxiety. And I actually feel a bit more crazy that I'm actually helping mm. do this because I can foresee what potentially like could be happening down the line. <laughs> How do you feel like with, with Grow Good, if you kind of had to start again, do you think you kind of just, like you said, yeah, yeah. Would you go into it a bit differently, like the mindset or... Uh, yeah, if I had the mindset and the knowledge that I have now, I'd be absolutely dangerous. You know, it, it would have just been one, like I say, one message, one market, one product, mm -hmm. you know, build a community around it from day one. Um, yeah. Just, it's everything that I'm now doing. But I think in some ways you kind of need to go on that journey. Yeah. If I was starting a business fresh today, I'd go and do a ton of customer research. I'd just go, hey, look, um, I just want to know, like, is this a problem for you? If someone could solve it for you and it looked like this, would that be of interest? Like, that would be 101, which I didn't do. It was kind of like, well, people probably do need sales training. I've just come out of it. I know some people. Let's just email some people. Um, and that, I think, is the other the other thing that I can rely on as a salesperson and I've, I've noticed this, like when I do massive amounts of outbound sales, I get busy. And that's again, something that I think a lot of people, a lot of people in business full stop don't or can't do. It's like, I don't care about sending a thousand emails in a week to a thousand people to say, Hey, can I help you with this? Is this a problem for you? Broadly speaking. And from that, you might get 60 clients. Cool. A lot of people are just kind of like, well, I'm here. I've done my, I'm doing my marketing. Like, mm -hmm. where are they? It's like, yep. I mean, and again, you know, we're in a position now where we've got a good reputation. We're getting those referrals. I'm getting regular people booking in for a call or downloading our ebook and, you know, going through a bit of a sequence with us. But I still do outbound emails where it's like, hey, I like what you're doing. Have you heard of B Corp? I think you might be a good, a good B Corp. Let me know if you want to have a chat about it. Um, 
and I think a lot of people don't like doing that. It's either it's like it's beneath me, or I just don't like doing it because it sales and sales is icky. Yeah, um, or I feel yeah. quite unnerving because I think a lot of people you don't want that no email. You're yeah, 100%. Embarrassed. Oh my god, can't believe I just yeah. said that. They don't like me. They hate me. It's like because you are the business, so all of that goes through your head. Yeah. Whereas now I'm just kind of like, man, your loss. Like we'd have had a ton of fun working together, but you're clearly boring and you don't want to go and have some fun with me. So, or whatever. That's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> Amazing, Tim. Thank you so much for your time. No worries. And just all that insight. And I know that I found a lot of that stuff really helpful. And I've been starting to do a little bit of business mentoring. And there's a lot of questions that people have that I think they're mm. so similar um, with the things that I was talking about today. And hopefully, yeah. I know that those people will find it really interesting and helpful. So, cool. you know, I just thought. No worries. Happy yeah. to help. Awesome. Right. Yes, Tim, have a great day. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye.